0: Satisfied, your blubbered cheerfully refunded. What do you say? He says he wants to spend as much R and R with you as he can. That's why he'll be here Friday to pick you up.
1: We go to the tent to serving
0: humble pie. Brilliant, huh?
2: Hmm? Brilliant, Colonel, but not too well received. Hey MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me as always, my good pal Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing season six, episode eleven, "The Mash Olympics." It's the hundred thirty third episode overall, directed by Don Weiss, written by Ken Levine and David Isaacs. Originally aired on November twenty second, nineteen seventy seven, and the production code is Y one one one.
1: Mind if I sit down? I don't know who's behind that food. Join us, Ames. Just put the tray down, easy. All right, you Guys, lay off. I got enough troubles out here in you to spill them between bites the army's kicking me out they say i'm too fat to be a good soldier maybe they're just trying to save on food i've been in for 15 years now i'm gonna lose my job my pension everything damn army you want your bacon i got a great idea don't eat look i'm too far gone i mean i only got 10 days until my orders come in now what's the difference if i'm 20 pounds overweight or 30 Steve, I don't believe Ames here is familiar with the amazing Pierce Honeycut Quick Loss Plan. Huh? It's famous. Simple diet and exercise. 20 pounds in 10 days. If not completely satisfied, you're blubbered cheerfully refunded. What do you say? You know, I'd appreciate that a whole lot. Okay. Here's step number one. That hurts. You look thinner already. Ames, hey, you're in luck. No one's touched the chipped beef. Here, eat it before it curls my nose hairs. Uh, uh, uh. Take it away, Clinger. Sarge, how can you resist that rich, grey slop? It's either lose weight or be thrown out of the army. Wait a minute. They can discharge you for being fat Yep. Let me ask. Let
3: me ask. Okay, plot some of for this episode. The 1952 Olympics in Helsinki, Finland is big news at the 4077. Donald calls to tell Margaret he will pick her up on the way to their R&R in Manila. BJ and Hawkeye are helping Sergeant Ames, Korea Army, get into shape and lose weight so he does not lose his job and pension. This gives Klinger the idea to eat his way to Section 8. When an ambulance truck overturns, it takes four MPs to set it upright. And Potter is disgusted at how weak and out of shape his crew is, so he devises the 4077 Olympics. Hawkeye leads the Yellow Blackbirds, and BJ leads the Pink Elephants. Each member of the winning team gets a three-day pass. That's a lot of passes.
2: <laughs> yes it is. It's like half the camp. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: you're a lucky dog, Penobscot. Manila's a swell spot for R and R. When you get there, first place you want to go. What? Okay, I'll tell her. <laughs> Adios, Colonel.
1: I understand there is a phone call from my husband.
0: Uh, make that it was Major Penobscot couldn't wait all day.
1: Oh rats! Did he leave a message?
0: He says he wants to spend as much hour and hour with you as he can. That's why he'll be here Friday to pick you up.
1: Donald's coming here.
0: Oh, don't worry, we'll dust. Oh
1: hunk of bear
0: well put now listen Major when you get to Manila first place you want to go oh
1: thank you Colonel thank you so much
2: alright we have our guest stars we have Mike Henry who played Lieutenant Colonel Donald Penobscot Mike is the second actor to play Donald viewers will recognize him as the actor playing Junior in the Smokey and the Bandit films
3: and he looks a lot thinner in uh, in those Smokey and the Bandit films as opposed oh, to what he does in this he must have <laughs> lost weight yeah yeah well that's that's what happens when you hang around with Burt Reynolds we've we've, we've all seen that uh, deliverance that's true yeah 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 (laughs) Uh, Michael McManus plays Sergeant Ames 69 credits to his IMDB and he has an excellent record for appearing in well known American TV series the usual ones Hunter uh, you know Heart to Heart and all those jazz all those
2: yeah all the 80s 80s TV series excellent
3: TV series (laughs)
2: And then, of course, we have Kelly Nakahara, who returns as the lovely Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. I know we say this every
3: episode, but I'm starting to think that we shouldn't call Classo as a guest star. I know. Uh, because she's virtually in every single episode. She
2: is in every episode, but she's not in the main credits, so I don't consider her, you know. <gasps> oh, I mean, I would consider her a main <laughs> actor, but they yes. don't. So she gets thrown in. I like saying her name every time. So. Uh, yeah, you, it, you're getting it, better it, at it. <laughs>
0: Sure, do anything, but don't yell. Quiet! When I give an order, I expect it to be carried out. This camp will exercise, and it will get in shape. You can bet your chubby cabooses on that. However, I do realize that standing in line, flapping your wings can get a little boring. From the first flap. So, in my usual quiet, effective way, I've come up with a little plan to alleviate that problem. We've all been following the Olympics pretty closely. We'd all like to be there. Or anywhere else, for that matter. But since we can't, we're going to hold our own little Olympics right here. Give them Helsinki, Colonel. We'll divide up into two teams, come up with our own events, and compete against each other. Brilliant, huh? Hmm? Brilliant, Colonel, but not too well
1: received. I just know I'm not going to have anything left for Donald.
0: Oh, did I forget to mention the little incentive? Each member of the winning team gets three days (laughs) R&R. Colonel! i for
1: one will give 150%.
0: Always helps to sweeten the pot. Pierce, Honeycutt, you mind going up against each other as team captains? What do you say, Powderpuff? Well, it'll prove who's the fairest in the land. Where do we pick up our whistles, Colonel? Good. The three of us will meet later in my office, go over the ground rules. The games start tomorrow at 0800 and may the best team win. Actually, it's better team colonel dismissed
1: next to a good mass there's nothing more stirring than the olympics ah yeah, the olympics where every four years people from all nations gather together to sweat you know you're in for a beating want to bet money what's money i want respect what do you got in mind i don't know nothing fancy i'd like to sit on a throne and have you cower at my feet we're a little short of thrones how about a wheelchair okay the loser has to push the winner around in a wheelchair for a week Shake. If you can stand my grip. <laughs> Let the games begin.
2: <laughs> Alright, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You wanna start us off, Meds? Yeah, I'll
3: go first. Um, you know, it's good to see BJ uh sporting a Hawaiian shirt. In mm-hmm. this episode, it's good to get it going. It looks beautiful weather, yeah. There, are, I, I don't know. If, I don't know what the temperature gets over by you, but uh, that looked like a beautiful shooting weather. You know, it looked yeah, pretty good. I, I really enjoy um, this episode. I'll give it an eight out of ten. Um, there's some there's some beautiful one-liners in there, like Potter calling Winchester a sad sack. Um, <laughs> I, I love that the way, and it's also one of the things as well where you you realise how good um david ogden Styles he's at uh he's kind of facial acting where he, yeah. he's kind of like he's one one looks the kind of subtle kind of like eyebrow raises uh eating that salami that's one huge salami i mean i, I presume it's a <laughs> i presume it's a real salami
2: but that must have cost a hell of a lot of money that's what cause... i was thinking i'm like where did he get it from yeah
3: exactly
2: yeah, and he said he them? ate five of them so oh i and, and radar's not there
3: either to to get them
2: yeah, um, so, I just don't you understand. Know. You know, they're eating really crappy food in the mess hall, but he gets these great salamis. Okay, salami's, and you know,
3: everyone likes it. Well, if you're if you're meaty, to everybody enjoys a well, yes. salami. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, wow, that's a that's a big salami. <laughs> uh, Margaret calling Winchester lard hips during the uh, the the first race. Another another good <laughs> quip at him. And I like to see as well Hawkeye's competitive, especially with Donald. Uh, and obviously, it's it's you know it's fairly obvious that. Ames is going to win at the at the end of the day. Oh yeah! Um, but I, I really enjoy it. I, it's one of those episodes where it is definitely a comedy episode, and I think that's what's good about Mash. Where every now and again, you do need to have a little bit of a you know a release,
2: Just fun, yeah, a bit yeah. of fun.
3: You know, not fun as in you know Klinger P- and his pink slippers fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to let that go.
2: Never uh, ever.
3: Never going to go. But I, I really enjoyed it. I like the way that it does. Also, there is a slight. If we're going to be a little bit picky on it, there is a slight, not continuity, but um, the, the relationship between Margaret and Donald, the way Margaret is, seems to be very in charge of everything, you know, especially mm-hmm. at the end where she's annoyed about not getting the extra three days.
1: Margaret, we still have seven whole days. If you hadn't been showing off, we could have had ten whole days. You can't go on like this just because I lost a doggone race. A race? A race? That wasn't just a race, that was the Olympics. All right, fine. Stay here with the winner. I'm going to Manila. What are you doing? What are you doing? Just move over. If we're going to go. We might as well get there.
3: Come oh, on, Margaret. It's only a race. And she's kind of getting him in the car. And he's really submissive, like a lost puppy dog. Yes. Yet, yeah. Other times when she's not getting a letter or in, in a later episode, you know, where he sends her the wrong letter, um, all these things, it almost seems like Donald is the, the dominant one over the two, which, of course, we find un- uncomfortable anyway, uh, especially yeah. in this modern day and age where, you know, you shouldn't have that dominance over somebody anyway. But it's always good to see Margaret as a dominant one. I know it's nice to see her kind of break out of the norm uh, where you see the vulnerability side of her, but there's something doesn't feel quite right about this. You know, I think it does work where she worries about Donald because finally she's actually found somebody that she cares about. She's settled down. She's got married. And yeah. yes, I know chinks and the armor do come later on, and it makes a, great, a fantastic storyline. But there's something not quite right about this where she's suddenly almost like treating Donald like she did with Frank, if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I noticed instantly this Donald is he, the actor definitely plays him differently. And I don't know if it was (sighs) just written differently, but I mean, we only seen Donald one other time and that's when they get married. Yeah. And they do look very similar though. don't they? It, they do, but he felt very different to me maybe because it was, Margaret was the more aggressor Mm. and not him instead. And that's what I'm used to seeing with their relationship or at least from what we hear, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I totally agree. There was definitely uh, a different feel there for me. Um, I actually I enjoyed the episode too. This was probably one of my favorites of the batch that we watched uh, this round. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll we'll have some fun conversations coming up. Um, (laughs) But I did. I gave it eight out of ten. I really enjoyed uh, the the movie tones.
1: The masked colors of sixty-seven countries and their legions of athletes stand as symbolic pigeons are released. Awaiting the arrival of the sun-kindled Olympic flame, the legendary Paavo Nurmi is anchorman in the historic relay from Greece to Finland, receiving an ovation as he
2: lights the stadium torch. Seeing the uh, you know uh, an event and then kind of seeing the compromise or the comparable event uh, on the MASH set. Yeah. Um, so cutting back and forth, I really like the editing between cutting back and forth between those two scenes. Yeah. Um, the games are hilarious. Actually, you saying that, did you notice
3: uh, a sound drop in, that, in the change? There seemed to be quite an obvious uh, for when they're outside and they walk into the tent. There's no. a, there's a def- definitive sound drop, and it almost sounds like they haven't leveled the, the sound in the studio, because it almost sounds slightly echoey. Where there's, <laughs> the, oh, that's
2: the room, funny. No, I didn't, I, I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. Uh, but I'm also watching, you know, digital files on my computer. So maybe oh, it was a little different yeah. with hearing. It's not on the TV. You mean you still haven't bought the box set uh, I had the box set, and it left me when I broke up. oh right with that person. Are you insane? <laughs> 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 Give him the dog, don't leave the match <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, I had bought it for him, so uh, oh well, oh no, that's fair enough yeah it's, so yeah. i had to, I had to let it go, and I haven't had the the time or the money to buy a brand new box set but. Uh, so, so
1: I had if you I have like a little copy, so. if
2: you got, like, a little photograph of the box set on your side? <laughs> yeah, Every now and yeah. again, you give it a pine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, another thing, should Potter expect his people to lift up a ambulance? No, because n- none of them are weightlifters. Uh, I mean, all... <laughs> that's ridiculous. Even weight li- four, those four MPs were, didn't look huge at all. No. I'm no. like, come on! Don't be disappointed in your crew because they can't lift a car. <laughs> not many people can lift, and that's not even a car. That's an ambulance. So it's like double <laughs> yeah. the size of a car. Yeah, which has clearly crazy. got no engine in it either. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. know, you know, it obviously was setting up the story, and that's yeah, that's fine. But I was like, okay, Potter. Now you're, you're just being, you're being, uh, I don't know. It just it bothered me with that the fact that he was disappointed in his crew hmm. because they couldn't lift uh, the ambulance over. I loved it when he was in the, uh, they were in the mess hall and Potter yelled uh, quiet and everybody literally jumped. Yeah. I I don't know if there was the acting or they didn't expect it from him, but it felt like a real genuine surprise. People really jumped. Yeah,
3: yeah.
2: All of them. I mean, not just one or two people. Every single person jumped when he yelled. And then, of course, the fact that I work out every day, I felt their pain when they were all sore the next day. Yeah, I, I feel um, your pain every time I see your photos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, it was just it was a fun episode. And like you said, it was a it was supposed to be a comedy, uh, yeah. the comedy episode, and it really worked and everything clicked and all the characters were fun and I didn't think anyone faltered. There was no real B story. It was more just of a I guess Donald and uh, um, Houlihan's story could have been considered a B story mm. of them yeah. leaving. But really, it was, a comp- it was one storyline. It was all about the Olympics, the yeah. National Olympics. And I and thought it was also, fantastic.
3: This kind of uh, also is another one of those ones which uh, throws the timeline situation out as well, because this is, clearly states when it's meant to be happening. It's 1952 during the Olympics. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I've actually found a website, which I'm looking at at the moment, called MASH Timeline. Um, really? Yeah, so I'm going, I'm going through that at the moment. <laughs>
2: Nice. And it's
3: it's Potter and BJ who um, screw up the timeline.
2: Yeah. 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 That would make sense. Hi, honey. Pull her into the
1: garage. Dinner's on the table. Have a nice day at the war. German Potter. Colonel, how are you? How you doing? Good to see you all again. Slice of heaven for us too. So this is Lieutenant Colonel Penobscot. Oh yes. Oh, you two haven't met yet. Donald Penobscot, meet Daddy Warbucks. This is our new surgeon, (laughs) Major Charles Emerson Winchester.
0: Pleasure to meet you, Charlie. I've heard a lot about you, Donny. Penobscot, you're just in time to catch the last two events of our gala 4077th Olympics. So far, your little missus there has been quite a standout.
1: (laughs) What's this? Well, oh, Donald, we can't leave yet, because if our team wins, we get three extra days of R&R. Three extra days? Yes. We can even get out of the hotel. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We can discuss the itinerary (laughs) later.
0: Okay, let's get this show on the road. You're my strength, Donald. Give him hell, Army.
2: (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind-the-scenes. I have the first one here. When Hawkeye and BJ are leading the camp in calisthenics, BJ points out that Charles isn't doing the exercises by yelling, you, in the woodwind section, to which Charles replies, brass. (laughs) This is probably an inside joke, as David Ogden-Steers, who plays Charles, is also an expert French horn player, a brass instrument that is frequently mistaken for a woodwind instrument, possibly because the French horn is normally part of the woodwind quintet. Ah, yeah, uh, Something we see later. Um, yes, yeah.
3: <laughs> Potter uses a snub-nosed Smith & Western Model 19 to start the crutch race, which turns into the stainless steel version, the Model 66, when he starts the partner race. The Model 19 was first available in 1956, so that's four years later, <laughs> while the Model 66... Was introduced in 1972, which of course, wow, so twenty all, years later, a <laughs> whole
2: bunch of mistakes there. But oh, yeah. you can tell, obviously, they were, those two scenes were shot on different days, probably. Yeah. And yeah. their prop master just wasn't, you know, who's going to see the the gun? You know, the closest well, to the gun. That's no but excuse, Kenny. That, 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 no, I'm not. I'm not making excuses. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm sure that's what they were thinking. You've worked in editing; you'd be out. Hair <laughs> hair <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. All right. After the scene with Margaret and Colonel Potter in the office, when Hawkeye and BJ walk back into their tent, it seems like BJ is stepping over something. Sergeant Ames comes in after exercising and collapses, falling forward. You can see him bounce on the mat that was put down on the floor to break his fall. (laughs) I did notice. Uh, But then again, he's a rather larger man, so maybe he just bounced from... The body the weight. Stomach. Yeah, to be
3: yeah. you know, I, I didn't actually notice that. I because I just really I knew that was coming. I, I yeah, knew it was coming because I've seen it before. But I mean, I, I just really enjoyed the fact that. I like any kind of comedy where no one cares. You know, <laughs> really just just carry as normal. Um, as everyone sits in the mess tent during Potter's speech, you can see the film set behind the tent cover in the top left corner. Uh, I, I didn't see that one. I actually.
2: didn't notice that. No. Uh, and then we have our final one. This episode marked the second and final appearance of Lieutenant Colonel Donald Penobscot.
3: Uh, oh, this is new. Um, yeah. Fun fact. Uh, okay, <laughs> fun fact. Uh, the writers came up with an ingenious way of dealing with script complaints. It's a good job they're not listening to us. <laughs> uh, after growing tired of having to listen to cast members' notes about their scripts... MASH writer Ken Levine and his fellow scribes changed their script on two occasions so that the actors were forced to pretend it was Parker weather on 90 to 100 degree days on their Malibu set. They took the hint and the picky notes suddenly stopped.
0: Genius. <laughs> Excellent.
2: That's very smart, yeah, I yeah, like that.
0: I like that, it's good. <laughs> Nurses, take your stations.
1: Oh, come on, Clinger, you got to carry me.
0: I can make him major... If they told me I was going home today, I couldn't lift my right, bag.
1: Right, get up, I'll carry you. Oh, no! no I can do it. Uh-huh. Come on, I'll help you.
0: It's the salami, isn't it, son? Oh, ten of them, sir. Dismissed. Oh, thank you, sir. From the bottom of my belly.
1: Well, what am I supposed to do?
0: I guess you'll just have to sit this one out.
1: Captain Pink! Uh,
0: oh, Colonel. There's a little boy over there who looks like he wants to play.
1: Of course, Donald. Penobscot. i need your broad shoulders stop hold it time out and just a doggone second carly you him to be my partner and the nurse carry are you yes right. colonel this is the
0: 4077th olympics gorgeous george is just an out-of-town relative objection sustained the purpose of this is to build up our own people thank you your honor it'll be a little something for you in your chambers later
1: colonel that's not fair no dear the colonel's right these are your games and Anyway, with my athletic ability, Pierce side wouldn't stand a chance. Joe, Well, you know, hold on. Wait a second. Wait a, wait a minute. What do you mean, it wouldn't stand a chance? Well, I didn't mean it exactly like that. I'm sure it would be uh, competitive. You bet your brass. Of course, a guy who was all-American in track and wrestling at West Point doesn't often lose to a bunch of Army doctors. Just a second, Jacko. Would you like to put your muscle where your mouth is? As a matter of fact, I'd really like that. Pick up your wife, cadet. <laughs>
0: Well, I guess you're
1: in it, Colonel. Everyone up and at them. Here
0: we go. Ready? Get set.
2: All right, you can find Mash 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash mash4077podcast.
3: And you can follow us on Twitter, at mash4077podcast. And you can follow me, at Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at GeekyFanboy. And we have a website, and you can find that at
2: www.mash4077podcast.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast and want to make a donation, it would be much appreciated. You can either go to our main website, and there is a PayPal button, or you can go to patreon.com slash geekyfanboy. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geekyfanboy, and you can become a monthly donator to our podcast and remember you can follow us on iTunes direct download or of course from Stitcher Radio
3: just search for MASH 4077 podcast
2: alright so I think that's going to do it on this episode I think we both agree it was a good one Yeah, Definitely, really... we both gave it an 8 it was fun entertaining just a fun episode it's one I can watch over and over again yeah it's classic MASH yeah yeah great well I'm Kenny and I'm Simon and we'll be seeing you
1: than chopper pad, Hives. I want to look down upon my kingdom. So happy you're not taking advantage. You look I don't want to go to Seoul. Hawkeye. B.J., we did it! They just weighed me, and I made it by three whole ounces. Well, that's a load off my mind. You're back in the army. My condolences. Okay, I don't want all to you two, huh? No, I don't blame us. You did all the work. Yeah, hey, you deserve this more than I do, Ames. Have a seat. No, I'll go uh, on. Sit down. Come on, come on, Come on. No, we'll push okay. come on. <laughs> all right. Where to, Sergeant? Where else? The mess tent. We gotta celebrate.
2: Alienation, the newcomer's podcast is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a creative commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0, United States license. All rights reserved. Uh, It was November the 22nd, 1970. What did I say? October. Oh, did I really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. Okay. This episode marked the second and final appearance of Lieutenant... Mm. This episode marked the second and final appearance of Lieutenant Colonel Donald Pusson. Oh, come on. Ah, you did so well. Oh my God, I just panicked. I'm like, did I record that?